everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Wisdom Words Podcast, where every week we talk to folks who have stories, advice, and life facts, all of which take you one step closer to that feeling of hope. I'm your co-host, Neil Tremetti. And I'm your co-host, Renee O'Day. And today we have the absolute pleasure of welcoming back one of our earliest guests when this podcast was very different, but he fits into all types of podcasts because he's that talented. We are welcoming Robert Fish, writer, also known as Verde Mar on Twitter and all other social media circles. Welcome back, Robert. Such a pleasure to have you. Hey, Neil, Rini. So uh, it's a pleasure. Hope you guys had a nice uh, holiday and uh, and New Fabulous. Year. Fabulous. Very good. Fabulous. Yeah. But I can't believe it's been a year and a half since. Uh, no, it hasn't. Time we we uh, we had a. Oh a my God! Time flies. I know. I, I mean, time I think back then I had somewhere around three hundred rights, and I was dreaming of publishing mm-hmm. a book. And here we are, you know, um, eighteen months later, and I have twelve hundred, um, and I published my book. Um, we were trying to like I remember when we when we first and we talked about it we said oh come on and we'll you know promote your book and all that and while we were talking one of the things you mentioned to me was how much you cherish your alone time right and this is something that I've said always like pretty much practically all my life is solitude is underrated to me however not everybody shares that opinion there are people out there who are very afraid to be alone, very afraid of solitude, and just, you know, are terrified by their thoughts. So uh, let's start with that. First, can you define, mm-hmm. what, is, what is the significance of solitude to you? What, when I say that word, what is it? Because a lot of people would say fear or anxiety. What does it conjure up for you? Right. Yeah, Neil. So, um, you know, one of the things I like about our, every time we talk is this is totally unscripted. So, um, you know, I wrote something about this um, a couple of weeks ago, and I can read it in a little bit. Um, but if you think yeah, about sure. it, um, we're, we, you know, we're born into this world, and we start screaming our heads off. And no, we're, right? And we're alone, you know. And my question is, yeah. is it, were we not alone before? And now we're alone. And if, if you think about it, we spend our whole life, you know, um, before we leave, um, the only person that is not, a, we have ourselves in our own heads. You know, you could say that yeah. there's constant dialogue, you know, and I think with poets and writers, you know, we have that dialogue amped up all the time, thinking about all kinds of like metaphors, exactly, you know. Um, but right. uh, so, you know, I think philosophically, if we came from wherever we were before we were born, from a place where we were never alone, maybe all that is, I don't know. And we're, we're, in this, we're in this universe and we are alone, except for our friends and our family, but we're really by ourselves, except for the dialogue in our heads, mm-hmm. you know, our entire lives. Uh, and, then we, and then at the end of our life, we leave. And the question is, is what happens after that? You know, was this- well, we choose the life we come into. Right. We come and back, yeah, we come back and- to live the life that we made mistakes in before. You know, and so the question is, 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 you know, are we learning how to be alone 
in this lifetime so that when we leave, you know, there's, there's, there was a show called the OA that talks about, you know, multiple, I'm watching it. Yeah. yeah. An, infinite yeah. Number, an infinite number of universes. And every time you make a decision, you split off another universe. And mm -hmm. so the question is, you know, here we are, we're, we're alone our whole lives. When we leave, do we create a universe and, you know, we're it, you know, and we learn our lessons while we're here. And the longer we're here, the more we have to learn. So the, the idea of aloneness is very interesting to me. Um, and it's um, impacted a lot of what I write about as well. Well, we're also here to yeah, fix our certainly. karma. So <laughs> get good karma. <laughs> um, Robert, so when you write, because you are phenomenal. You're one of my favorite writers in the whole world. And um, I mean, you just turn out poetry like McDonald's turns out hamburgers. <laughs> I just can't believe your, I can't believe your brain. Now, do you take a word and make it into a poem or do you have to think about it? What's your, right. yeah. you know. Uh, so we talked a little bit about this the first time, you know, we, we talked. Mm -hmm. You know, and I remember the beginning, how it took me over an hour to write something that would fit on Amazon. I mean, on, on I'm sorry, on Twitter, you know, which is what, 280 yeah. characters or whatever, over an hour, you know, and I, I remember looking back at college about things I wrote to give me ideas for things that I could write about. And now um, it's a vibe, you know, it's how, you know, it's, it's how I feel. You know, um, and typically I'll listen to a song. We talked a little bit about that. And the 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 music that I've listened to over the last couple of years, uh, writing on Twitter is, has changed. Um, and uh, now um, it's just I don't even necessarily need a song. It's kind of like where where's my head? And um, and yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's like a word or something comes up, uh, or I'll just hear something. Or you know, we we live our lives you know, drawing, um, you know, um, make, you know, using metaphors and analogies mm -hmm. to think and create words in a sense, you know, making up our own language and poetry is interesting to me because um, there's no right or wrong. And, you know, when I think about so much, the tagline on my on turbulent waves is enigmatic uh, micro rights cast ashore during a global pandemic. And that's what I write. I write little stories. Mm -hmm you know, vignettes, you could say, um, versus in some of the poetry I read, you know, it's like gorgeous. And it just, you know, and mine is, it's, I'm, what I'm trying to do is show you something, you know, uh, uh, something that yeah. I've seen along the way. And another thing, like you mentioned that you're trying to tell a story. What about telling yourself how, is there a process of catharsis? And I think most writers, it usually is, but how does that work for you? How cathartic is it? Do you write about situations that are going around you or does it help? Is it a form of therapy? Get into that process. What does it do for you once you write it? Right, so, so Neil, that's a great question. Um, and some of this, and a lot of this is in my book, Turbulent Waves. And, it, and because of the turbulence that kind of surrounds us, not necessarily because of COVID, but just being alone in life, you know? And um, I wrote about the Sandy Hook Elementary School um, and it's called, yeah. Hook, right? Yeah. And yeah. I went there and I walked the streets and I think I read it the last time uh, and it's very surreal. 
um, uh, we went through a period of the Me Too period, right? And um, this yeah. whole thing and sexism and people and and the the difference between women's rights and men's rights. I wrote a write, write called Rate. Now I've never been raped, but I put my head in that space. Um, I wrote about being, you know, growing up, you know, as a kid. And um, I'm going to be in a, an anthology next month, this month, called Hidden in Childhood, um, and by Gabriella um, Mil Millen and um, and literary uh, re re revelations. Um, and Black Lives Matter, I, I, you know, wrote about, you know, what it feels like to be, you know, um, cast aside in society, yeah. despite the fact that, mm -hmm. you know, you've basically participated and helped make America what it is today. So, uh, you know, it's interesting that you asked me right. that, because, um, a lot of what I write is people that relationships I've had, you know, particularly ones that um, are deeper, you know, um, and have felt very strong attachment to, you know, um, you could, argue, I would argue that, you know, I've had people in my life that when I think about the last three years, they represented my muse, right? Um, mm -hmm. And so, uh, in, and reading you and I have chatted a little bit about this, and and that is kind of like a thread that goes through my writing because I can put. I think we all can do that, um, and so I kind of. That's another way I, I do this. I I I just kind of think about, you know, again, how, what's that feeling like? What's the vibe like? You know, um, mm -hmm. you know, and I don't necessarily mean all love and, and happiness. It like we were talking a little bit about, you know, Black Lives Matter. What happened? That massive. Mm -hmm. There, one of the chap, one of the, so I have eleven elements in my book, Turbulent Ways. And one of them is called Mamauzine. Um, Mamauzine was the goddess of memory, and so for mm -hmm. every element in my book, I have a you know gorgeous photograph. And for Mamauzine, I have I made a graphic of the American school shootings that have happened over the last you know thirty to fifty years, and there are hundreds of them. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't yeah. this. You know, we've become immune to. Um, another school shooting, you know, um, but hundreds. Um, I know. So, yeah. Scary. Yeah. To me, like the universe is talking through you. I hope people don't think I'm weird by saying that, but we are energy and we are all connected, you know? And so, you know, you don't know where it comes from, you know? Right. Yeah. But to me, it sounds like the universe is so out. Let's talk about the COVID shutdown, okay? Sure. Um, I know a lot of people that went into depression because of it. I did. I loved it, but I became depressed, <laughs> you know? I mean, thank God for this podcast because, and my best friend, Neil, because, you know, God knows, you know? You never know what's yeah. going to happen. Anyway... Um, when you were stuck at home, you know, and you were writing, were you thinking about, um, you know, fighting out of going into depression or anything? I mean, did your writing help you not go there? So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, that's an interesting question, Reedy. And I think part of it is, has to do with my personality. Um, <laughs> 
And you I'm, are I mean, funny as hell. <laughs> well, you know, they, it's called introverted intuition, and I like my alone mm -hmm. time. I use mm -hmm. it to recharge. Yeah. And people that are similar, have a similar, you know, personality to this, um, they, they need that. And they'll gravitate to things yeah. like reading and music and writing. And what do you do in those things? It's you and nobody else, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. uh, it, so in a sense, I mean, it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier, you know, we're alone our whole lives. And I'm very happy um, being mm -hmm. myself. You know, um, yeah. I can walk. In I couldn't imagine you anybody else. I'm one of these people that can go to a party and not know anybody and do. Mm -hmm. great. You know, mm -hmm. um, on the other mm -hmm. hand, yeah. um, I'll shy away from it. Uh, you know, I would prefer mm -hmm. just to do my own thing. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, find come up with a topic that I'm really in love with, and you can put mm -hmm. me on a bad podcast. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can so relate sure. to that. I'm glad you brought that up because I was, it was similar with me. It's like yeah, everything, the chaos was going around. And of course, I had my concerns about it just like anybody else would. It's not that I didn't worry about it. I was that nonchalant enough to say, ah, I don't care about the, of course I didn't care. But yeah. in a very similar mold to you, I was like, look, dude, I've, I've been dealing with you know, basking in my own company for so long that this is not really too different for me, for me personally, than it would be if we, even if we didn't have um, the pandemic going on. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's interesting. If you, yeah. you know, when, you know, we are at home, you know, we're pretty well, you know, segregated, I mean, secluded. And, you know, um, as a writer, you know, you don't really have a boss. You know, when you self-publish, <laughs> same thing. It, it's you're on your own, you know. And I love that. Yeah. Um, the now, you know, it's been three and a half years that I've been writing. Um, it's an absolute thrill. Um, uh, also, so I did select a few that if, if you want me to read anything, I, I can read something. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Why don't Absolutely. you do that? Yeah. Okay. Go for right. it. So, um, all right. So the. The first one is called Turbulent Light, okay? I wait okay. under your light, filtering my wandering road. What am I here for now? And who am I today? My mind ravenous, speaking in rhymes to my heart, turbulent metaphors, tying you to me. Yet hearts also find riddles, and I lose my way home. And as the road becomes a pasture, and I need to eat. So we just we just went through Christmas and the holidays. So you know, the next day I was thinking about Christmas, and you know, there's a you know the there's movies about the you know Christmas, the ghosts of Christmas past and stuff. I wasn't mm -hmm. thinking about when I wrote sure. it, but for here this is about the holidays, ghosts of Christmas. You knew me when we met, our first time under the sun dancing like we had forever, even smiles slyly kissed. Yet our light fades at, moon, fades at moonrise, slipping between what's real, drumming into our dark, begging for us to be. So we both erased our poetry, stunned into becoming now, recalling who we once were, gifting us that one last look. Oh my gosh. 
Wow. That is amazing. <laughs> we talked a little bit about, you know, being alone, right? And what was uh -huh. like before we came, before we were born, life now, and then life after. So I wrote something about that, okay? And sure. it's called Being Light. Mm. No remembering. I love that. No, being, being light. No remembering or holding. Time and light forgotten. Everything all at once. We don't even know music. Starbirth makes now us. Screaming into light and time. Maddening childlike thoughts. Why did you leave me alone? Doors beckon beyond time. Teacher delivers a child. Who are we once time lets go? Will we remember being light? Wow. 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 Um, in a sense, you know, when you think about most of us don't think about, you know, the afterlife or what's going to happen after we die. Because mm -hmm. uh, it's scary, you know. I do. <laughs> oh, we all think about it once in a while. And I obviously, do. I was thinking about it then, right? But what uh -huh. do we have here in the universe that's kind of unique to, to us right now? Time and light. And what would but life be? Time goes like this. Right. Time and what would life like be that. like with no time and no light? It, it's, yeah, we invented time. Got my head yeah. Around. Yeah. We invented yeah. time. We didn't come, we didn't, this earth was not. You know, uh, created on a clock. Well, can you I mean, invent you know, more of it for me? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's going, I know. I mean, now it's going fast. You know, when you're a kid, you want to grow up. And then you're yeah. grown up and you go, oh, shit, this stuff stinks. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, you know, I mean, you have to take responsibility for yourself. And, you know. I have one more if you want. Want me to please, read please, please, please. So please. what's interesting to me is, um, so I'm from originally from back east, New England, Rhode Island, and I lived next to the Wampanoag Trail. And the Wampanoag Trail was named after the Wampanoag Indians. And uh, there's a write in um, Turbulent Waves that, about the Wampanoags. Uh, they were called people of first light. They lived... Um, 16,000 years ago, um, and um, they were massacred in New England by the, Amer the early Americans. Um, so that right is in my book, but I was thinking about that um, a couple of weeks ago, and so I wrote something about, you know, two Wampanoags that their lives, uh, and their names are Sequoia and Nepenthe. What's interesting, I picked Sequoia because Sequoia was... Um, an Apache who invented a language and an alphabet uh, for the Apache Indians. Um, and as a writer, I just was very enamored with the idea with that. And so I used Sequoia as um, a, a user ID on a, a number of things. So this is called Sequoia and Nepenthe. Okay. Sequoia okay. stoked ash, morning dew spider webbing, sunrise warmed skies, Gauntlet's challenge awaits. Nepenthe sears a glance, winds violin her vibe. Our tribe collects a hush. Eerie moon refuses to set. We walk out in dark. Mountain thunder falls. 
children's laughter sings, we take the day. So tell us about uh, the latest book. You touched on it earlier, of course, but give us all yeah. the details. Like, so, you know. All right. So, yeah. So, um, so I just. How did it come about? Right. I just self-published Turbulent Waves, Enigmatic Microrights Cast Ashore During a Global Pandemic. Um, and I learned a lot. Um, and um, I, there are more things that will happen with that book later this year. And so I'm very excited about it. Um, when I started it um, about, oh, last summer, I had about a thousand rights. And I was going to put them all in the book. <laughs> and uh, I did some research and I found out a small collection of poetry uh, is 20 to 40 pages and a large collection is 40 to 80 pages. And when I first put wow. this together, I had, over, oh my gosh. I had over 500 pages and I was like, oh my God. So I edited it down to yeah. about 300. Um, and now I have another 700 poems for uh, you know, putting together my second book. And so yeah. I started thinking about that yeah. now too. And while the first one is called Turbulent Waves, the second one is going to be called A Wave Without a Shore. I love and, that. Uh, and guess yeah, who came I up mean, with that? Wow. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I would like to take, I would like to take his thunder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's yeah. a real emotional uh, experience that you go through when you're done and it's, over. Um, mm -hmm. So a lot of people, I suspect, love the idea of what they're doing and they're in it and they look forward to doing it again. And so I've got the material uh, uh, since I actually published, I published back in, I guess, the end of September, I've done another hundred, you know, so I've got a hundred plus 600 that didn't go into the first book. So I got to think about how I'm going to do this. Um, but um, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Can I throw something in here right now? Yeah. Can I yeah. read one of your poems? Of course. Can I read one of yeah. Okay, so I went to the doctor the other day and he told me I had to start wearing glasses. And then I kicked him in the <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I didn't. <laughs> Sometimes I just say the silliest things. Okay. So it's called Finding My Soul. I sold my soul to yours, waiting under the sun burnt and remembering our timeless fire shared as we laughed astonished in our unique light will always covet without you now i'll wait for the rain hiding crazy tears to find my soul again singing your music while i wonder if you'll ever return i that that wow. I read that. I read that a lot. I read that one a lot. So, like, okay. So let's give everybody your where they can get your book if they need if they want to contact you about you know writing or anything, um, an email or something. Sure. Um, you know. So um, I, before I say that, I just want to touch one more thing about the aloneness because I think that was a thread that we've kept through. Please. And you yes. could argue yes. that social media has become more important the last three years during this than it was before. Um, I actually Absolutely. created an account on Twitter in 2011 and I never used it. It's like, why? Same yeah. thing, you know, and recently Instagram. Um, but it, it's obvious that the community, the wider global community 
in social media, whether it's Twitter or um, any of them, Instagram, and, and there's mm -hmm. new ones coming. Jack Dorsey, the, who, who created Twitter originally, um, is going to have a new one later this year, maybe called Blue Sky. So we'll see. No uh, but um, so my book, Turbulent Waves, is on Amazon right now. Just if you type in Turbulent Waves, Verde Mar, it'll, it'll bring you to it. Uh, I am on Twitter. Um, uh, my handle is um, tetrametrical one, uh, Verde Mar. Type in Verde That's Mar. That's a mouthful. Yeah, you'll probably find it. <laughs> you know, and um, the other thing, so you, in addition to um, the, you know, Turbulent Waves on Amazon, um, Gab Gabriella Milton uh, from Literary Revel Revelations is, is publishing a book, uh, an anthology this month called Hidden in Childhood. And, and I was invited to participate. There's, um, I think, 100 authors in this book. It's going to be large. But it's a gorgeous uh, anthology about experiences that you had, you know, quote, hidden in childhood. Uh, and so mm -hmm. she was able, yeah. Gabriella was able to pull that out of, uh, out of us. And um, I look forward, that's a book that you should, everyone should look forward to, to reading uh, called Hidden in Childhood by Literary Revelations. When's that coming out? Right. Later, this, at the end of the month. Well, the other part of social media during the COVID you know, is, you know, we are a global community and we make these bonds and, and deep friendships with people all over the world. And I know people in the Seychelles Island off the east mm -hmm. coast of Africa. I know people in South Africa. And I know and I know what they have gone through with mm -hmm. losing people, fathers and husbands, mm -hmm. children, yeah. Oh, yeah. their mm -hmm. kitties, yeah. their dogs. Yeah. Uh, and the negative you know, we can't hug them. You know, if somebody's local yeah. Yeah. family, you know, we all get together and human touch and what we see with our eyes is wonderful. It's a huge, it's a wonderful healing agent that we have while we're here. But some of the friends that we can't do that with, we have to use words, you know, and I, so mm -hmm. I think that's another thing yeah. that uh, poetry has been able to, what is, it has been able to do for us during this time mm -hmm. of COVID, um, mm -hmm. where we can use our words to help wrap, you know, us around, you know, the, the friends we have in the global community. Mm -hmm. Start again. Yeah. This is called Dancing okay. with Everyone. Reading everyone like your poetry, no one knows what they say. Even glances find delicious as we serotipitously take them. <laughs> Haunting me, your final look. Sighs, piano are weeping. As echoes ripple through us, stark terror stalks what's left. When you're all alone now, mirroring who we once were, will you try my memory on? Taste what our dance meant? Oh, God. Wow. Okay, buddy. It's been a, yeah, it's that was fun. a joy to have you on. Yeah. It really is. Thank yeah, you. We, we love absolutely. it. Absolutely. All right. Have a good one. All right. We'll see you later.